This is GKW, the special edition after WrestleMania night two. Welcome into Good Karma Wrestling. I'm Gabe Knights from ESPN Milwaukee. With me, as always, from ESPN West Palm, he is Brian Rowitz. And from ESPN 1000 in Chicago, he is Jonathan Hood. We have completed WrestleMania, and we do not have a new WWE undisputed Universal Champion. Roman Reigns retains the championship in the main event, in an instant classic, it was a spectacular match, plenty of false finishes, and I really thought Cody was going to do it. He hit the crossroad twice, looked like he was going to go for it for a third time, whole bunch of bloodline shenanigans, which brings back Solo Sokoa with the Samoan spike, and ultimately that leads to a spear, and the one, two, three, Roman Reigns, still your undisputed WWE Universal Championship champion, 945 days. Hard to believe this is not going to make it to a thousand days after tonight. Not quite sure where they go forward here. Cody obviously left in the ring looking devastated. Gentlemen, was this the right call for Roman to retain tonight? Um, it was not the right call, but I will go back to what we said leading up to WrestleMania. I said, any of these contenders could beat Roman Reigns and be the new undisputed champion. But my question continued to be, you can beat Roman, but can you beat the entire bloodline? That includes Heyman too, because Heyman's underhanded just like the Usos are, just like Solo Sokoa. And unfortunately for Cody Rhodes tonight, gentlemen, uh, he was just one guy short. He had some backup with Zayn and Owens, the new tag team champions, but there was no one to stop Solo from returning. And so there's the bottom line right there. This whole storyline, this whole bloodline thing is you got to try to find your way around to Roman, bro. It's, and it, they just could not get the job done. It was a tremendous match. It had you believing that Cody is going mm -hmm. to win. But once again, the bloodline just continues to come out and interfere in matches. And so Roman, once again, is the champion. Yeah, so overall, no, not the right decision. We talked a lot coming into this. Was it right time for Cody? Was there enough, you know, sort of trials and tribulations or was sort of everything given to him? But there's only so many times you can dick around the fans of, all right, this is going to be it, this is going to be it, and then it's not. So whenever it does happen, yes, it's going to be special because it is going to be a 1,000 at this point. Like, we probably don't see him defend again until SummerSlam. He's not showing up at Backlash. So it's going to be special. But now if it's Cody for a second time, Sammy for a second time, KO for a who knows how many times, it loses some of the luster. Yeah, he's not going to be a backlash. He's not going to be in Puerto Rico, but I wouldn't be shocked. They're, they're running a stadium show in London for Money in the Bank. You're telling me Roman Reigns ain't going to be there for that? They've got an, – and they have another Saudi show, by the way. He's going to defend at that because the Saudis are paying a lot of money there's not a chance, like, he is going to be at that show. That's just the way that's going to work. So he is going to... I mean, at this point, that's when he's dropping it, because the Saudis are going to pay for that moment. Like, I mean, I could see a situation of him dropping... I mean, again, I don't know who the next challenger is going to be. Um, it's that's just, it. Right there. Yeah. Who's hot? Unless it's going to be a rematch with Cody, who's hot? This is why tonight should have been the night for Cody to win, because now you can set yourself up with other contenders, a fresh 10, while Roman goes and heals. So Roman has a championship. And so now what? Now what? Who's the next yeah. contender for the next I champion, for the next hot pay-per-view? There is nobody else. Again, to me, the perfect time to do it would have been before Mania. Because you, you, they told a lengthy story with Sammy. Yeah, but I guess the problem with Sammy and and 
maybe you dropped the ball on this because they were just absolutely sold on doing Cody Rhodes tonight and having Cody win the Rumble and doing all of that. The the only criticism to me for Sammy would have been he didn't go through anybody, right? Like this was, Mm -hmm. he just went right to the top of the line. Didn't go through Solo, didn't go through either of the Usos, didn't have a match with anybody else other than Roman leading up to Elimination Chamber. But you had told such a compelling story, it felt like it. And if that, if you were going to pull the trigger there, well then, yeah, I mean, there's no way Cody Rhodes could go through enough trials and tribulations. We'd have to do this at next year's Mania in order for that to happen because it was literally a year-long storyline with Sami Zayn. So if you're not going to do it then, yeah, I'm not quite sure. I I, I don't know. I, maybe... I mean, I'll point out, by the way, the fans, as much as they were excited and getting ready for Cody to win the title, the latter pop was when Sami hit that halluva kick. Like, that's still who everyone is behind right now. Yeah, I mean, Sammy is still the guy. And I maybe maybe they revisit Sammy. Maybe Sammy wins money in the bank and can win in a surprising fashion. And that they do it in London. And, and they do it all in one night there. I, I don't know. But the one thing is, one thing's for sure, people are going to be watching Raw tomorrow night. Because, yeah, I don't know what's next. I have no idea what's next for... You know, for pretty much any of the champions that won, we didn't get any championship changes tonight. We had three championships on the right. line in the IC, in the Intercontinental Championship, in the Raw Women's Championship, and then the main events. And all the champions ended up walking out with their championship gold that they walked in with. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm okay with that. That's fine. I just think that for, for the main event, though, there's just nobody else after for, for Roman to take on that makes sense. Yeah, somebody on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Good Karma Wrestling that says that, well, Roman had to go over because he's most marketable. Can I just tell you something? WWE doesn't have a marketing problem. You see how many commercials no. we had to sit through? <laughs> they, don't, they, don't, they don't have a marketing problem, okay? You could put anybody in that spot to be WWE champion. You could put a dog as champion, and it will draw. Because Every of match had a sponsor events. on it. Yeah, like, so don't – it's not about, it's not about marketable, right? This we're not. A, this is not an AEW conversation. It's about a WWE that had two nights uh, for WrestleMania at SoFi Stadium, sold out. And so all we're saying is, is that, okay, the story was that Cody tried to finish. It was the guy that's supposed to be in place to finish the story to finally be the champion. There's nothing wrong with that being the story. All I'm saying is that Roman as a champion is fine, but I just don't know what's next. When you are champion, you like to find out as a fan, well, what am I putting my money toward next? And I just don't know what that is. Look at that roster. He's beating everybody. Look, it, it's it again, my biggest issue with Cody is the story that went into it. Yes, finish the story. The problem is they fast-forwarded. They yada yada over a lot of the good part of the story because through no fault of his own, he ended up getting hurt. Right? Had he gone on from the Seth Rollins um, feud and not been injured and not had the pictorial injury and ended up winning all three of those, winning at Hell in a Cell, and then just continuing to build up and going through people. But it's just like they decided, well, he's back, so we're just going to insert him where he would have been had he not missed these eight months. They put him in at number 30. Like, doesn't have to overcome any odds, nothing like that in the Royal Rumble when he enters at number 30. He's the last guy in, so okay. And then they try to sp- start building up this. Well, he's undefeated since he returned, and they you know, start running at house shows and having him winning all those, and they try to turn that into something to make it more of a, okay, here's the story he's trying to finish. I don't mind finish the story for Cody. 
But again, I, I, I just felt like there needed to be more story to finish in order for him to go over the 945-day champ. Yeah, so, I agree. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like In terms of this, like we talk a lot about the bloodline being the best storyline. So the ending needs to sort of fulfill that. The only other person that makes sense at this point is Jay. Uso. Jay. 100% Jay. I want and, Sammy Sammy or Jay. Give me Sammy yeah. or Jay. That makes the most sense to me. And that's to the me. thing. We don't need a long run from either of those guys Like once they win. I see here in the comments, and I was going to say also, Gunther is legit. Gunther is a star, but you have two heels there. So like that's not going to be the same thing. I've, someone mentioned Seth in the comments. Like This is just bad booking. Like You haven't built up anyone else as good as the storyline has been. Tonight was your chance to sort of put a bow on it and then just go with Cody, and you can throw a Gunther at Cody. Like, that would be one hell of a SummerSlam main event. You just keep backing yourself in this corner. Tonight was the chance to get out of there. Do you think they run back Cody? Does it end up being Cody? I don't, I don't know if we can write off Cody at this point. For for which, which event, I guess. For which event? Pick, pick, I mean, I, I feel like a magician. Pick a card, any card. I mean, pick <laughs> well, an event, any event. Well, well here, here, I'll, uh, first of all, I'll, I'll throw out the Backlash card because that's not going to be it. So no. that's not going to be it. It's, I'm, I'm going to throw out the... Hell in the Cell or the Money in the Bank card because that's not going to work. It's so. got to be SummerSlam at this point. Yeah, and so and and again, that's we, four months away. So, so we're going to get one more defense from Roman in that time. Like, if no other podcast is saying it, let's be the first one to say this. This is not a Vince McMahon issue anymore. And I don't care no. if he's in the back or not with the, with the sus- suspicious mustache and dark hair. Are we sure? This is, Are we sure this is uh, an Vince issue? No, we're not doing that. That's a Triple H <laughs> issue. It's his because it's his baby. Vince right. might be hovering around, but this is this is solely on Triple H. All of this, where we have talked about this for weeks. All right, Triple H. Now the ball's in your court. We understand that Vince has booked you into a corner. Now what are you going to do about it? You've had plenty of time to try to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And so now it's still Roman. And Roman being champion is fine. I just like to know what's next. Now that it's not Cody, what's next? How do you get yourself out of this? You See, it's the perfect storm was yesterday with the tag team championships. All right, you told the story, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. It's proper for them to be the tag team champions. What do you do with Roman? If Roman's not the champion, you think the company's gonna go gonna go to pieces? It looks like the company's right. in good shape, by the way. Don't think that'd be a problem if Cody no. became the champion tonight. Um it just hit me. This just hit me. Thinking back um during the press conference last night, after night one of WrestleMania, went back after our show, watched the press conferences. Yeah. And so, by the way, those press conferences, like as an aside, they're kind <laughs> of weird because yeah. like Rhea gets some questions in kayfabe and other questions like you know, some she's answering as the actual human being performing as Rhea Ripley and others she gets like as Rhea Ripley and answers as character Rhea Ripley. <laughs> the entire like interview with Sammy and KO is completely like that's kayfabe. Like, it's, right. Kayfabe was thrown out the window. That was just completely two dudes sitting up there talking about the business and the, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and character work and all that. But and anyway, Snickers, don't forget and, that. I gotta yes. get the partner plug there. <laughs> and, and making sure that Snickers got another pop. But Hunter said this last night and it was interesting and, and I agreed with him, but now he's having the problem that HBO is having. Last night he compared the bloodline to not just wrestling. He compared it like, Man, this is like HBO. Like, this is just like a, a gripping story that you tune into television to watch. And a lot of these really compelling shows in like the history of HBO, whether we're talking about Game of Thrones, whether we're talking about The Wire, we're talking about Sopranos, they struggle to come up with a with an ending that they feel is is right. 
And maybe that's what's happening with Hunter right now. He has this tremendous story that has been talked up and, and grabbed by casual and diehard wrestling fans alike. It's something that we've all united behind, how much we've loved the, loved the bloodline storyline. Maybe A, he's scared to end it, and B, he just doesn't know quite know how to end it, and he's scared to pull the trigger on ending it. Yes, but like we've said, there is no one else out there. You've had your two obvious ones in Cody, in Sammy, that you're like, eh, not now. Like, it's whenever it's going to happen now, it's going to feel like a step down. And even like having that next guy, that young guy, like, you know, we see Braun Breaker, he's not ready for something like this. Like, no, the <clears throat> lack of just sort of development of other guys, like, yes, I agree with you, Jay Hood. This is on Hunter. We give him a pass the first few months, like, man, it sucks. You have to book a championship run. When both belts are on the same guy, man, this sucks. And now everything's worked out. Sammy gets over organically. Cody is here and you're still in that corner. And now you're choosing to be in that corner. If, unless, unless the plan has been like to have it implode and it ends up being Jay. Like if it ends up being Jay, yeah. I'm cool with this. Well, I, I just look at it like this, like, you know, the answer to the question is Sammy Zayn. But this is where, whether it's Triple H or whether it's Vince, this is what they like to do. They like to kind of push back at what the fans really want. Because we already went with this with this with Daniel Bryan. We we saw with this Kofi. Like, in, 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 in Kofi Kingston. We saw this in real time where if the fans are really hot on someone, uh, not yet. Make them wait. Make them wait. To the point where I'm not even sure when or if Sami Zayn will ever be the WWE champion. All I know is that he's the number one baby face in the company now, getting more cheers than Cody. And I know mm -hmm. that the company did a good job in the build trying to commingle Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes and Kevin Owens, but yet still Sami by far is the strongest baby face in the, the male division for WWE. But you know how they work, guys. It's like, oh, Sami's really over. Well, he's good for merch. Nah, not yet. Not well, that's yet. the thing. And WWE do. usually does this, like, Sometimes it's weird to say, but like obvious works. Like we talked about yesterday, you look at the card and most of the matches, like if you're placing money on it, if you're using DraftKings, like they were obvious results yesterday. But the general consensus about night one of WrestleMania was, it's wow, this was a good night. It this hit. was awesome. Yes, everyone loved it. Obvious yeah. works. Tonight was obvious. It was like, all right, Cody's going to win. Bianca's going to drop the belt. But you sort of do too much. And now it's like, you know, at night two, really wasn't that great. Like, no, let's go the obvious route sometimes. The only thing, the only thing that was really good tonight was the main event. I thought the main event was spectacular. They told a great story in the ring. Again, I'm not, I'm not ready to say it was the wrong choice to have Roman go over tonight. I, I this story has been so good, and I, I was. And I still stand by the raw emotions that I had, even though I could not join you guys the night after um, Elimination Chamber. You guys did a great job with the, with our reaction pod to that premium live event. Like, but th they still ended up doing a good job in the build then up to WrestleMania. They've done a good job with this storyline. I'm willing to let it breathe and see what happens. There is a possibility that they made a big mistake tonight. Very possible. I acknowledge that. But... I also acknowledge my tribal chief in Roman Reigns. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Yeah, you, you, yeah, that's fine. You can acknowledge him. We've been acknowledging him for three years, for God's sake. He said, "Let <laughs> it breathe." I mean, of 2019 a... is the last time he was pinned. 
let, let it breathe. It's been breathing for three years. I'm like, I'm not trying to kill it anytime soon. And by the way, Roman's was a championship. Does this mean that the bloodline's over? No. no. No, it's not over. Now they're chasing the baby faces, and now they're an aggressive group, even mm-hmm. more so. They're cool heels now. Right now. What we're, we're seeing here is the NWO. We, you know that, right? That's pretty much what we're seeing because they talk about acknowledge me. The the Usos are really baby faces because they still get a big reaction. They're cool heels. Yeah. Now you want to turn the heat up on that. You had them lose all their championships, and now they're running rush out over everybody. But they don't want to go there yet. They don't want to do that yet. Uh, could you imagine if Cody would have won? They could have had that six man all the way around the loop, all over the country of. But the Usos and Roman Reigns against Owen Zane and Rome and uh, yeah. Cody Rhodes could have mm-hmm. done that. And, and, of Roman. and like tonight could have ended with Sammy, with KO, with uh, uh, Cody, all of them holding up belts. Like that could have been the closing shot. You have the fireworks, you have the pyro, you do things that way. If this is, you know, ends up being a rematch at SummerSlam and we're not closing the door yet on Cody, how different does that match look? Isn't it the same thing? It's a bunch of run-ins. It's KO and Sammy with the save. So maybe you get that one additional guy to make the save, but it's the same match. Yeah, well, this is what you get, man. And and you got a classic ref bump too. Got a classic yeah. ref bump. Yeah. yeah, so you got one a night. Got one last <laughs> night and one tonight. Outstanding. I'll tell you what, I was really hoping that this, you know, this WWE sale was gonna take a while to go through. I was gonna win the lottery. <laughs> I was going to buy WWE and I was going to toughen up the refs. That's what I was yeah. going to do. But now it looks like they're just going to sell it off. And Vince is still going to be like the number two. He's going to be above Dana White. Yeah. And, you know, he's going to run the whole thing. I, I just hope for the UFC's sake that their referees, you know, aren't as, you know, aren't as soft as the WWE yes. officials. That's, that's what I'm hoping. Um, yeah. Speaking of something that wasn't soft. Dainty. <laughs> The Intercontinental Championship match. You want to talk about you? You, you want to talk about obvious? I mean, it wasn't obvious to me who was going to win this match. It was obvious what kind of match this was going to be. <laughs> we all knew what it was going to be. We were all bracing for it, and we all loved it. It yep. was spectacular, as oh. expected. Three chests looking like hamburger meat at the end of the match. I mean, the three hardest hitters in the WWE, and they went for it. We saw the match come together. Guys, we saw it on paper. And we said, boy, this is going to be physical. No, that thing over-delivered, actually. That over-delivered. How strong? First of all, I'm a, a Gunther fan. I just think that he's fantastic. And we talk about uh, champions that's had the championship for a long time. Well-deserved for Gunther. This is what one of Triple H's – here's one of the good things Triple H has done, and that is to make the Intercontinental Championship mean something – they have a strong champion in place in Gunther. But then you got Sheamus and McIntyre that can take it. I say maybe 90% of the roster can't take the punishment that was in that no. match. No. So I, I loved what I saw. That the physicality was off the charts. Yeah, I, I think Sheamus tweeted the picture of him and Drew laying out backstage at <laughs> time for pints. And you just see their chest like they're so raw. Like that match was like Gabe said, what we expected and it's still over-delivered. Like that was a fun match. And that's the thing. Like Gunther's this dominating IC champ. But we still get moments like this. We're like, all right, maybe tonight he's going to lose it. Maybe he loses it without getting pinned, and they're still building up guys around him. Not to go back to what we were just talking about, but part of the problem with not having a plan in place around that, like you can't – you to me, you can't take the IC title off of Gunter because then he just kind of floats, 
right? Like, right. okay, he can't really go for that because he's not going to be in the bloodline picture. He's not going to be in that scene. So you got to keep the IC title on him, which, by the way, I'm fine with as long as he keeps delivering banger after banger the way he has. Let me ask you guys this. Is Sheamus underrated? Uh, I think he is. I think he is. I, I believe he is because when he was a singles champion, he was kind of the workhorse champion, and you could always expect him looking for Sheamus, ah, 15 to 17 minutes on SmackDown. Just, he's just like an innings eater in uh, in baseball terms. Just like, yeah, I get, I got two solid segments just to beat the hell out of somebody. So, yeah, I at first, when he first came on the scene, he was like, ah, oh, I want a Triple H's guys. Ugh, a muscle head. But the guy actually has had a Hall of Fame career. Cause he, and he's and he's put over a lot of people, and he's won his share of matches. So I respect him. I do. He, he's also gotten some gimmicks that I didn't think should have gotten over. He got them over. <laughs> like the bar, like the bar was more successful than it ever, ever had any right being with him and Sheamus. Yeah. And with him and Cesaro, yes, and, and doing the thumb thing and the way that they came together with Mick Foley, having them do a you know best of seven, then they tie game seven, so then they become tag team partners and end up winning tag team championships and wrestling logic. Yeah. But he he's had some, you know, some really weird gimmicks that have gotten over. Um, you know, I, I just remember him as like a white meat baby face. He goes away, comes back with the Mohawk, everyone tells him he looks stupid, he somehow recovers from that. Like he's, he's been around for such a long time and he's been such a mainstay. And to me now, he's just like an old reliable, like you just need someone to go do something. Like, honestly, if you needed, all right, well, we just need someone in the short term to put together a quick feud for, for Roman. All right, Seamus, go do it. Like, okay. Like, I don't think Seamus is going to win the championship, but he could, you could put together a believable program heading into, you know, a a random pay-per-view for him around because he's been a previous champion. He's put together great matches. You know, you can trust him in the ring. I, I just feel like he's, he's a guy who's becoming underrated despite just performing maybe at some of the highest levels that he ever has over the last 12 months. Yeah. That's the thing. Like for me personally, I've never been a fan. Like to me, he's just one of those, you know, sort of the body guys, like, yes, he's there. It's like, ah, whatever. But like tonight's one of those moments that like, I will say is like one of the top moments of the weekend and one of the top moments I remember of Seamus's career and seeing the way the crowd was behind him. Like when he was hitting Drew, when he was teeing off on him, like the crowd was eating that up. And like, yes, he's one of those guys that's going to go out there, give you what you need to do. I don't know what's next for him, but he sure as hell delivered here tonight. Yes. You know, he's over when Titus O'Neil's yelling all throughout the match. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Titus O'Neil, by the way, the last couple of nights. I don't know if this is a tryout or he just happened to be in the building, uh, but he's, he felt like I think a lot of us as fans felt like, oh, my God, I can't believe how physical this is. Sugar, honey, iced tea. <laughs> do, do, we, do we now talk about – do we talk about The big Shane? surprise? The big return yeah. of the night? The, do we talk about Shane? <laughs> what, what is he a, doing back? Crazy, that was my first like, reaction. Like, what is he doing out here? Uh, apparently, I mean, properly uh, quoted there on the bottom. Yeah, no, you know, you nailed, you nailed the bottom. Shane McMahon returning short lived. Um, yeah. Now, what about thought? Who would have thought? No, no, there's on the bottom there. There's, there's more. Oh yeah, Snoop Dogg saves today with the people's elbow. Um, <laughs> yes, we'll that get happened. to all that. Um, who would have thought? 
that Shane jumping all of the shit that he's jumped off of in his WrestleMania career was more safe than him actually doing a conventional wrestling move in the ring. Like that's the time he actually gets hurt. Like he gets hurt just trying to jump over someone lands and blows out his name. Okay. First of all, I didn't know Miz was going to get set up again for a match. He already got beat once. I just thought, okay, that's enough. That was a one-off. Yep. Miz is back out there again. And so Miz and Snoop have a conversation and all of a sudden here comes the money. I'm like, you mean the guy that was told to leave? The guy that his father said, get your ass out of here. You ruined he the rumble. fired by his dad. And he's back? Like, what is he doing? Now, of course, he got an, um, he got the ovation from the fans. He comes out there and... Well, that's because... I mean, that's because huh. his entrance song is a banger. Certified banger. Think. It is fantastic. Like, I hear, here comes the money. I get a little excited. But yes. then I get disappointed because then I see who walks out. <laughs> yes, but then, and then the bell had to ring. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Hey, so, hey we, we didn't we didn't get we didn't have to see him throw any punches. I guess is that the good is that like the silver yeah, lining out of all the this? Corner and we got the, the Kevin Dunn the camera jumps for it, trying to hide them. How terrible they are! What is that, bro? It's what happened. Like so, I mean, that should have just been if you're gonna do some punches and you know does his like coast to coast. That's fine. Why, why was he doing wrestling moves like he's on like he's in a middle segment on Raw? What was he doing there? What I literally said out loud to nobody in my living room. My wife ignoring me. I was like, why the hell do we need a Shane return? Then he goes down and I'm howling like belly laughing. I'm like, all right, this was worth it. Good booking. I'm really glad Shane is back. Especially as he tries to get back up. And he looks like a baby deer. And like, yes, it sucks that he's hurt. But like that wobble and then the biz is just confused. Like that was a mania moment. So the last the last two times we've seen Shane McMahon in the WWE, he messed up to the rumble to the point where Randy Orton was laughing at him and went, I'm not going out there to your fucking music. Like you got to go out there. You screwed up. You got to go own it. Like, he screwed up the rubble so bad he got let go. Uh Uh-huh. Now they let him come back, and within 15 seconds, he tears up his knee, and nobody knows what to do. Like, so is is Snoop Dogg, like, just, I mean, you got to bring back Snoop every WrestleMania, right? Like, he handled that better than how, what, what percentage of the roster? There's a big percent of the roster that probably really panics. Snoop's just like, nope, here's a straight right, and... Quite possibly the second best people's elbow of all time, because I'm never going to outrank a people's elbow of the one where Dwayne's wearing the dress shoes and comes sliding in after he hit the road. That's that's the best one of all time. This is probably the second best one of all time. He handled that better than I'd say 95% of the NXT roster. For sure. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Well, let's 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 just open the 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 curtain here. The hero of this is Jessica Carr, the official. Uh Yes. It's because whatever she was told in the back, she's holding her earpiece, and it's something along the lines of, yes, yeah, Snoop, you have to beat him. And Snoop's <laughs> like, I've been waiting for this my whole life. <laughs> it's Snoop time. Here we go. Right hand. And Jessica goes, hit him again. Okay. Another right hand. People's elbow. I I could do that. Orly, come on. Snoop, I don't know how old he is. What is he, 60 now? Barely coming that, off yeah. the ropes, right? <laughs> coming off the ropes a weekly. And then drops the people's elbow for the one, two, three. My he, hasn't been that, he hasn't looked that good since his AEW time. 
<laughs> my favorite ring. part of him hitting the ropes is like he hit the ropes and then would like he like threw his head back to be like, oh see, I'm hitting the ropes. And then like would like start and that's the thing I was worried. I was like, just take it slow, Snoop. We don't need him tearing a knee right now. But he just took it slow. No, he, he was he did his part. He 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 did everything the way Snoop Dogg does everything. It was <laughs> there was so much production there. It's so much packed to the WWE. After Shane goes down, you don't hear anything more about Shane. Like Shane was never out there. The replay was Snoop coming off the ropes. The moment now is a Hollywood moment because of Snoop. But right. here's the thing. I, okay. So at the time, I'm thinking, is this a legit injury for Shane? Like, what's going on? That's what I was trying to figure out. Was right. like, is this a legit injury? Because, like, it. I, I mean, he. I, I didn't initially see his knee buckle or anything, but clearly he could not stand up. Right. Much, much like Vince could not stand up when he blew out both of his quads. I mean, we uh, we retweeted that video, that secret video at uh, GKW underscore wrestling if you want to see him being helped to the back. But, yeah, it's legit. But just the way that, that Snoop was right there, John, you know, uh, Snoop on the spot, right there being able to get that done. Like, it was so quick. Like, hey, yeah, Snoop, you're going to have to knock him out. Like, I mean, yeah. do you know Snoop count? came up microphone in hand like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, I mean, do you know how in, in other situations the ring's cleared, okay, bit's uh -huh. over, right? No, nope. mm -hmm. Snoop will finish it out, and he'll get the one, two, three. And maybe that might have been the finish anyway. I don't know right. the answer to that. I don't know. So that was my first thought, is that maybe that was going to be the finish, and it just got sped up a little bit. We're like, oh, crap, we can't do anything with Shane here because he's Bart Gunn in the middle of the ring right now. Like, all right, <laughs> it's go time, Snoop. Go get him. But, I mean, the, the story on that, someone's going to grab that story, like Dave or Sean Russell. Yeah. Like, somebody's going to get that story. And I cannot wait to hear what the complete story <laughs> is. If, if that was actually supposed to – I mean, clearly the knee injury not supposed to happen. Right. But I'm curious if the Snoop hitting the people's elbow was something that was supposed to happen throughout the course of that match and they just fast-forward it. Or if Snoop is deserving of going into the Hall of Fame for a second time for saving that segment. Brother. I need video though of Shane getting to the back and then Vincent Hunter seeing oh. him. We're like, what the hell? Like, I need that reaction. The, the reaction is, is that Vince does not get out of his chair in the back in Gorilla, and neither is Triple H. And they look at him being helped off, and Vince just turning his head and saying, "You're a shithead," <laughs> or something, something along those lines. And then he's being helped off to the back, just like, like he. He's just trying to do something to be in the good graces of his dad. That's all this is. This is why Shane keeps putting on this right. too tight uniform and putting on the <laughs> putting on the Jordans because he just wants to appeal to his dad. And the and poor guy was so winded right after that long ramp. Like it was a lot. Oh going man, on he Shane. he jumped on the mic. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we should allow him to wrestle the match, guys. Like I don't. This seems like a bad idea. I just want to. You you don't know what that. Means to me. He's always so blown thank up. you. Yeah. He's always red faced and blown up. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. and, and every time he goes to arena, I remember when he came back after like what a 10-year hiatus, he comes back to Detroit and he's almost in tears. He loves the adulation well, of the crowd. He's overwhelmed. Like, and that was I mean, the crowd was legit excited to see it because that was yeah. I mean, that was probably the last legit like surprise appearance. Like, I don't remember seeing anything about Shane O'Mac appearing on raw that night. I like no, I mean, maybe some dirt sheet had it and I missed it, but I feel like most of the time, if somebody's going to show up, you hear about it before raw SmackDown, whatever. 
you know, or, or just like rumors happen. Like we found, like we knew about Cody last year, like we knew in AEW about, you know, Adam Cole and Brian Danielson, that they were probably going to be showing up at all out a couple of years ago. Like those whispers and rumors, you go, okay, maybe something happens here. Like even, even edge, like when edge came back for that rumble, there were kind of some whispers that were out there like, Oh, maybe edge might've been cleared. Like there was nothing about Jay. It was a legitimate surprise, which was, well, I think it's such a big, you know, a big reason why he got the ovation that he did. Not tonight. I'm talking about years ago when he like ruined that. They're giving Stephanie some award, you know, thing, you know, what yes. and he got the natural pop because nobody knew that he was going to be there tonight. He got the pop because he's Shane and the music, right. but, but yeah, but you're, but to your point about like this WrestleMania, nobody had Shane on their bingo card. No, this is the no. most one of the most unusual WrestleManias that we've ever seen. Was there any press about Kevin Hart doing cold opens? Nope. Nope. Was there was there any talk about Snoop? All we kept hearing is Miz is going to be the host yeah. of WrestleMania. Snoop, where do you come from? Out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I think they had well, a hard time getting confirmation with him the he, last couple of days. That that had to have been it because they were doing plenty with him with that golden belt of like he started with it and then different people have it, and he was maybe trying to chase it down. I, I don't know what exactly they're doing, but they were doing some things with Snoop in the lead up. Clearly they wanted him to, to do what he's done over the last two nights. It's just, yeah, maybe they couldn't confirm it. So they didn't want to advertise it and let people down in case Snoop didn't show up. <laughs> I mean, they're happy he did though. Oh, yeah. oh, he was, he was one of the stars. Yeah. Like I mean, between driving Ray to the ring and then hitting last night and then hitting the people's elbow tonight. Like this was, like Snoop Dogg was this year's Stone Cold. Yeah. The celebrities have saved WrestleMania. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what we've come to. All of the celebrities last couple of nights are doing something positive. It's crazy. But doing more than their current roster. You can see here in the comments, uh, Major Bull 17, no Lashley match, no LA Knight match, no Nakamura match, but Miz got two matches. Like Shinsuke's hurt though, right? I don't know. Because the last time, I mean, he wrestled Muda. I oh, think yeah, the last time right. we saw him. It's true. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. At the, at the racist bye bye show. Um. <laughs> so like, it just speaks to their roster, and like that's sort of been the mania thing to where like you don't get the full timers main event. And luckily, you know, these last two nights, I guess technically they were full timers main eventing. Roman being Roman, so like at least that. But yeah, in terms of the bottom of the roster, it's like ah. You guys can work Friday, and lastly, you can go carry your trophy out there tonight. Well, yeah, and, and Lashley oh. just got screwed. Like, clearly they thought that whatever the hell's going on with Bray Wyatt, that he was going to be returning in time, and then they just didn't have enough time to put something together for Lashley that would have been meaningful. So right. they decided to let him win the Andre. A fan found Bray Wyatt. Did you guys see this on our Twitter feed? GKW no. underscore wrestling. There was a fan that was video video videotaping or or – taking a video of Bray Wyatt. He was in a truck, and the fan said, hey, Bray, how come you're not at WrestleMania? He goes, my WrestleMania is Sunday, man, and he, dro- he drives off. So I don't mm-hmm. know what that's – I mean, so no Bray Wyatt at all. I don't know if that was in Los Angeles or where that was filmed, but someone found Bray in his pickup truck, and he's like, I'll be there Sunday. Yeah, guess not. And then poor yeah. Lashley, by the way. I mean, I know he's the almighty, but he's not so almighty to get take this big ass trophy. He's struggling with it. This <laughs> big, so I mean, big. Is, that, is that a it's, rib? It, it can't be like I don't think it's heavy for him. It's just like big and like awkward. Like it's like a dresser. Like when you're trying to move a dresser, like yes. it's not heavy, but there's just like 
no place to grab it. Yeah. How do, okay, hand. I guess we're going to, yeah, you're going to lift it like this and start walking. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, what it's do I rib. do? It has to be. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, don't make him bring that thing out. For God's yeah. sakes. He's in dress clothes and he's just saying, yeah, hey, I, I won this trophy on SmackDown. He should be on WrestleMania. But this is why this whole show has been bizarre. They got through it, but there's been a lot of loose ends and odd things that happened this weekend. Well, I mean, there's there's a question in the comments. Did Omos and Lesnar fight? Yeah, funny you should ask. They did. They did. Um, they they actually did. Um, yep. Developing they young talent, Brock Lesnar, getting they, the win they, there. They, they fought, and Brock F5'd him and won. Well, um, I, I, I don't I've have got a, nothing else. I don't have an official time on that, uh, bro. So you have a time? Six no, minutes, maybe? Yeah, it was Maybe less than 10. Okay. Well, we thought it would be quick, whatever it would be. Um, and I think one of you uh, in our text chat said it was already too long after the five-minute mark. Uh, it was at you. Yeah, it was already too long. So, uh, so I mean. Uh, I, can, I can only watch the replay of him giving forearms to the back so many times. 4.55 the time on that one. Oh, 4.55. Okay. So it was four minutes too long. Uh, so at least. At because least four Vince... minutes of it was him in that, like, holding Lesnar in the bear hug. Like, have, like four minutes, like 80% of the match was a rest hold. Well, that's the Vince match. Vince got his match, and so at least we got the Vince match out of the way. That's the Vince match. Because he like, wanted what to have does that do guys. for future? Like, Omos is done now. Like, yes, he ends up no-selling the F5. He's like, oh, you almost had me. And then, like... The other one, like Edge beating Finn. Like, what are we doing here? By the way, also, according to Wikipedia official times, Miz beats Shane McMahon by referee stoppage in a minute 20. Snoop Dogg defeats the Miz singles match one minute the time of that match. Well, if Samantha Irvin wasn't screeching it out, I don't believe that that was an official win. So, <laughs> that? I'm not so sure about that. Um, <laughs> interesting that the Miz ended up now with three matches. Got to be the yeah. first ever with three WrestleMania matches, right? Like, ah. hey, congrats to the Miz on a presumably a WrestleMania record. Uh, we'll see if the the Wikipedia-ness of that stands up. But, you know, unofficially, congratulations to to the Miz for his three matches. Hey, Brock, um, showed, Brock showed the power, you know, you know, that, you know, throwing Omos around. I'm just saying that, okay, so Brock wins – what does that do for Omos? Like, whatever right. you think of him, he's still going to be showing up on Raw. What about Is he? Yeah, he's, he's going to be around. Probably, yeah, because Vince likes it. But that's the thing. Like, there are multiple opportunities for that. Like, we mentioned Edge and Finn. Like, Finn could have easily won. That could have done more for him. The women's tag match. Like, it was a match that was just sort of thrown away. But the way they were setting up, why not let Shotzi get one over on Ronda? And then all of a sudden, you were able to develop another star there. Like, what does that do, Ronda and Shayna winning that? Well, I, I don't know if they're going to eventually give Ronda and Shayna because rumors are, reports are, that they were originally supposed to be the women's tag team champions. And then Ronda got hurt. So then they didn't know what to do. And then they got thrown into this tag team match. I. I guess I had high hopes for this women's tag team match just because of what they let the men do the night before, that they were going to yeah. be able to showcase some of these people. And But they were legit tag teams on night one. This was just sort of like, uh, we need to find a way to get some more people in there. 
Yeah, That's but they no guys, that was a rough first hour. Let's just put it. I mean, that yeah. first hour of tonight was just rough. And to have those what that was is we gotta gotta put the women out there because people will be bitching if we don't put the women out there. Can I just tell you how bad this was? This was so um flat and so uninteresting, there was no replay. They didn't replay the finish. They went right to commercial. They were like, you know what? Done. Pretend like this didn't happen. Next. That's exactly what happened. So this mm-hmm. whole give women a chance. I, I know that they. some of these women have worked out some of the kinks on the road, um, but th- it just it did not come together. It just didn't. It wasn't no. any good. No, I agree. It just well, wasn't You could let Shotsky go over there, and it's all, all of a sudden you're like, all right, maybe there's something there. Like, it just – every part of it was like, eh, whatever. Except except for Chelsea Green. Yes, Chelsea Green's amazing. Chelsea Chelsea Green Ch- Chelsea Green's character work remains to be impeccable. Um, she's the only thing that was yeah. worth watching because she's a sports entertainer. She's yeah, perfect for this. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, as long as we're on the women's tag match, thoughts on the women's Raw uh, championship match? As surprisingly to me, Bianca Belair goes over Oscar and will be. Uh, for over a year now, the Raw Women's Champion. We're, we were talking about, okay, what's next for Roman? Who's challenging? What's next for her? Who has she not gone through at this point? Is it Ronda? No, I, I don't. I, I, don't, don't I mean, Ronda seems to like she wants to she wants to tag with Shayna. So I don't know. I don't know what's next for Oscar. Or excuse me, I don't know. I, I don't know what's next for Oscar either. They bring back the Murder Clown. Murder Clown doesn't go over. So my guess is the Murder Clown goes away. Well, and I don't know what's next for Bianca either. Well, as far as the match is concerned, the match, the yeah. match was outstanding. Yes. I've been telling you guys for weeks. I, I want Bianca Bell to, to be in some kind of peril. Mm-hmm. I want to see her hair messed up. I want to see her feel like she's got to fight from underneath to win the match. This is one of the best matches I've seen her perform in, Bianca Belair. And and you know why? Is because it's Asuka. Asuka, to me, and I'm just watching her. I've seen a lot of her matches. But just tonight, man, just the precision timing. You know, just how technically smooth that she is. Everything has impact. Everything works. She, there's no botches with Asuka. And then I'm watching Bianca Belair, and it's like she had to really, really work to make that that match come together. Mm-hmm. And so Asuka led. I don't think there's any question about that. But it's one of the best Bianca matches that I've seen. Uh, the power display. We already know that she's strong, but those power displays that she was in, uh, getting out of uh, some of the submission moves from Asuka, I thought it was really, really good. I thought it was a better match than I expected, quite frankly. I did expect Asuka to win, but Bianca, boy, and I thought it was fantastic. And I also thought that uh, both their entrances were cool. Um, Bianca is a baby face. Yep. There's, no, there's no doubt in that. I mean, she's got all these little girls from Compton there. They all got the hair the same, and that was a hell of an entrance. Same thing with Asuka. All is all these masked women. Which one is Asuka? That's oh, the last one. There it is. There she is. So I, I thought that both entrances were really, really cool, and I thought the match was top notch. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I do not disagree with that. Right, but the issue is, and we sort of talked about it Thursday, like Bianca sort of Cena like because of the booking. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like Bianca goes out there, she loses the title. It's something else for her to chase. Asuka as a heel champion, they have so many more women that are faces that could chase Asuka and have some good programs. With this, though, there's no one left for Bianca, unless there's someone we're not thinking of that they're going to call up or they're going to debut or something. Like, what do we do here? Unless they just run it back at Backlash and Asuka wins there. Because right now you've got Bianca's 3-0 at Mania, Asuka's 0-4, but maybe they're thinking long-term there with Bianca and just building up that record. 
Yeah, maybe. And it, it, again, I, I said it last night when, when we talked about this a little bit. Yeah. Oscar, Bianca right now just needs that reboot. And again, she's not going to me. I don't ever see her as a heel on the main roster. I just don't see that out of her because of the connection with the little girls. But again, who knows? I didn't see Bailey ever being a heel. And now she's been a heel so long. It's hard to remember what she was like as a baby face. But right. I feel that Bianca would have been in a really good spot where she could have had a nice long storyline and a chase, maybe against Rhea. Cause I feel those are your two, that those are the two future of that division. Start having them cross paths, start a lifelong rivalry where they end up, you know, having trilogies at WrestleMania a la rock and stone cold. And, and you can have those two cross paths multiple times over the next three, four, five years at WrestleMania. But Bianca as the babyface, has to be on the chase. And obviously that chase isn't going to be starting right now because she's still the Raw Women's Champion. Well, the answer to the question is Bailey. Bailey. But, yeah, but What's you just that keep match? having her job out. Like, what momentum does she have right now? She took no. another loss this weekend. No, I'm just saying, like, if you're looking for contenders, it's Chelsea Green, it's, um, it's Bailey. To, to to beat Bianca, I would say those two. And but we we've done that. But they, Bailey they Bailey twice. lost all three times. Hell, she oh, yeah. might have lost a fourth. They kept feeding her. Like <laughs> when when Bailey came back from her knee injury around I, SummerSlam. I think that we can go back around again on that. I mean, I'm okay. just giving you, but I think it would be good contenders. Like I, here is is interesting. As much as I thought that Oscar would win, I'm not trying to get the title off of Bianca necessarily unless they have a strong contender. Chelsea Green seems comedic to me. I yes. know she can go away from mm -hmm. WWE. I know she can go. But I, I I think that the women's division does have a pop to it. And I think – don't forget some of those NXT girls too. Like they are trying to cultivate them into something in the near future. So mm -hmm. I just really like the match though. It's it's a, I thought it was a really underrated, solid match between those two. Disappointment of the night was Helen Macell. I, there, I was just disappointed with the whole thing. And maybe it just got, all got thrown off because Finn decided to catch a ladder with his face. And like the replay of that was jarring. Like it yeah. just, it just hit him square in the forehead. It's like, Oh yeah, no wonder there's blood all over the mat. Like when they showed it from the behind angle, like he just never got his hands up and just like took the ladder just like perfectly ladder here, ladder here on the T of the forehead and just bam. Okay, yeah, I can see why that guy's bleeding all over the place and why they would want to stop that before they get the match going. And there's just not much Edge can do in that situation, right? So he's digging underneath the ring. He's, he's trying to do everything he can away from that so they can keep the cameras away from that and and focus on him as he's digging through whatever he's digging through underneath the ring and, and hoping they can, you know, sew him up or glue him up, whatever they ended up doing in a timely fashion. It just kind of threw off the rhythm of the entire match and – my guess is they probably didn't get to do everything they wanted to do because they were on, you know, some sort of time, not that time crunch, but they had a timeline and probably had to ditch some of the things they wanted to do in the match. And it did not end up hitting the way I was hoping it would. Yeah, I disagree. I thought, I thought the match was really good. Unfortunately, there was a stoppage there. I love how the, the cameras always make sure you don't watch Finn. Don't watch him getting prepared. Make sure you just watch edge. Never put the camera on. Like, that's just kind of foolish. Like, we know what's going on. Just give me a wide shot. Uh, first of all, I don't know 
where the blood was coming from. I saw blood coming out from the back of his ear down his neck. If it was on his face, I, I, I wish I could have saw it from his face, but he was in blackface, so I don't know right. where the blood came from. So there's that. Uh, and then well, at first, there, like at first when he was down, I went, wait, is, is his paint coming off or was that actually blood? And then you like saw a couple more drops, like get added like, Oh no, no. Okay. That's blood. Like I wasn't what? completely sure if it was blood at first. What was it coming from? I, I think it was, I think it was his forehead. Again, yeah, the I way think there was like a little part of like his paint that was missing that I thought was it, but why not let it run then? If he's going to have the face paint on anyway, you're not going to see him with the crimson mask. Like, yeah, you might see some dripped on the mat. Let it go. I guess that's that's one way that you know WWE isn't going to match AEW. You know they're not oh. going to let anybody have a crimson mask, and you know again like the last one that they kind of went with, and then even then around some of the highlights they did in the lead up, they went to black and white, was mm -hmm. when Becky Lynch got knocked out by Nia Jax. In the yeah. You know, that was like, that's the last time I can think of it. And that even wasn't much. It was just a little bit of the blood that was kind of coming down, you know, around the nose. It was just a little blood. It wasn't like a full crimson mask, but that's the only time I can remember like them being somewhat okay and kind of endorsing the blood, even though Becky doesn't remember that. So I'm going to, so uh, you can have the little um, graphic on the bottom if you care to demon greater than Bray. Because the, I know we don't see the demon um, that often, but man, let me tell you something. Here's what would save the match for me. I liked Finn Balor's aggression because it's a different guy. We've seen Prince Devitt. We we definitely we've seen what uh, what he can do, but when he's a demon, it's like oh my god, he's almost better than Bray because he's taking all this punishment. I mean, he's he breaks through kendo sticks while he's in the corner. I mean, it's a lot of stuff. It's like it's very bizarre, but I like that because now Edge is taking a step back. And he's like, wait a minute, this guy's not the same guy I faced. So I didn't have a problem with that. The, the one thing I did have a problem with before the match is don't promise me brood edge and I don't see brood edge. He didn't have some puffy white shirt on and drinking out of fake blood. Where's the chalice of fake blood? If this is gonna be like now, that would have been a spectacle. Like Brood Edge against the Demon. Oh, my God. Right? But we didn't get that. We got regular Edge. And I'm an Edge well, fan. But, like, we don't promise. Don't say this is Brood Edge and it's not Brood Edge. So that's what I well, saw. So that's my problem. Like, I agree with Gabe that I thought the match was underwhelming, mainly because of the booking. Like, you build up the Demon. It's become something special. He rarely loses as a Demon. And then he loses the Edge. Like, what does that do for Finn? What does that do for Judgment Day? And it just feels like it's like, all right, you cut the legs out. Like, this could have been Edge's sort of farewell. Like he has to be ending the near that deal soon. Like this would have been a perfect way to go out. You know what? Now, now here's where I'll agree. You may never like the match. I didn't have a problem with the match. I didn't like that. Yes, it stopped, so it stopped the momentum. But yes. I like the physicality of what I saw. But even as an Edge fan, I will tell you that that was the wrong ending because yeah. Edge is not whatever is going on now. He's not a full timer, guys. It should no. have been the demon winning to continue on with judgment day. Cause that's not breaking up. Right. You've got one of them no. now is women's champion. You've got, you've, you've got, um, but Dominic just lost. Damien just sort of there. Like we talked yesterday. We think maybe backlash, you throw them in something with Ray and bad bunny, but like they just have no momentum right now. Outside yeah, of Rhea. Outside think, of Rhea. Outside of Rhea. Yeah. I think, I think demon should have won that actually. And, and, and by the way, I don't think, I think with edge, after this match, where is he going? Go home, right? Right. So, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, and by the way, I believe the last two times now we have seen the demon he has lost after the previous... Like, he was undefeated before that. I believe the last two times now he is 0-2 in his last two, the last time. And But that is my... I, I agree with you, J-Hood. My favorite part about the demon is, like, it is... He, he is different. Mm-hmm. Like, the demon is different. And I feel like so many different times in pro wrestling, if somebody has kind of that Jekyll Hyde, they're just kind of the same person just in face paint. Mm-hmm. Whereas what made like what what made the you know the demon different, what made um, Bray Wyatt different was like the different aggression that they had with the monsters that they had created, which um, again was kind of cool. Like there was no difference between Kane, Mask Kane, Corporate Kane. Like they're all the same guy. Like it was all. You know, there, there were no subtle nuances between all of them other than, well, this Kane, he wrestles in slacks. <laughs> this one has a mask, you know, like, yeah, okay, fine. Mer- but that's the thing, like a year ago when we we're talking Mania, we talked about the lack of character development, the lack of, you know, the new guys getting to push. Outside of Theory and Cena, which wasn't a great match, all the old guys and girls, the vets, they all won this weekend. Like, what does that do for your future? You know, Lita and Trish get a win. Uh, Brock gets a win. Ray gets a win. Edge gets a win. Like, put some of these young guys and girls over and move on. Do you see why WrestleMania is not for us? Yeah. See? It, our, our WrestleMania was Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it should have been Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber, right. See? Yeah. See the difference? We, we already talked about this weeks ago. Like, yeah, we watch WrestleMania, but that's not necessarily our event. Because they got all because of the booking and because of the celebrities, so this is this is what you get. It is true what you just laid out is unfortunate because the difference between WrestleMania and say um, Revolution for AEW is here's all your young stars. They beat all the veterans. We're going. We're rolling out the young stars. Root for them in 2023. The MJFs and you know the Jungle Boys and all that. Here you get all the nostalgia acts. That's what you get. Well, but but also part of the problem with WWE is like Cody's not a young star. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's a little longer in the tooth at this point. Like he's not edge long in the tooth, but he's not this mid to late 20s up and comer. No, he's in his mid 30s now. He's you know, it's him him and Roman are probably close to the same age at this point. Like I He's just different. He's a he's right. a newer star, you know. So he's not he's a kid. Fresh. Like part part of the problem right now with WWE is when you look up and down that roster, there's not a lot of youth. Like the the one thing that AEW and I, I don't want to dive too deep into this. Maybe we can on the Thursday show. One of the things that AEW has an advantage over WWE, mostly in the men's division. I'd have to do a little more research in the women's division. But especially in the men's division, they have like their four pillars, the pillars that they talk about. And then you want to add, you know, more different different stars in there, like Hook and, and different people that they have. They actually have young stars that are ready to step up. Whereas the only young star that was really featured here, it, the the entire two days was Austin Theory. Right. Yep. Like who you know, well, him and Dom. I guess him and Dom. Like him and Dom are their only male stars. In their 20s. Who you don't want to see. <laughs> as, far, as far as Austin Theory, I mean, like, what, and that's, un, and, but that's unfortunate though, because I've always asked this question like, in 10 years or in 15 years, when you have 
the WrestleMania nostalgic acts, who are they? Who are those people going to be? Is going to be an old Roman coming out there? Like, who's yeah. going to be the nostalgia act if if all these other people are way underneath? Yeah, I mean, they're Once not going to let they're not going to let John Moxley come out, and uh, they, they they clearly John Moxley's not coming back to WWE. They're not letting the face paint uh, demon bleed. They're, Mox is going to be very upset if he ever comes back to WWE because they're not going to let him bleed. A little couple updates from the chat here. So brother number five says Cody and Roman, both 37 years old. So yeah. there you go from youth there. And uh, Tater 72 points out a triple H just confirmed the press conference, a torn quad for Shane. So make him oh. pop around there. Oh, oh, he did blow in his knee. Yeah. It's a family tradition. <laughs> Blowing out quads in the McMahon household. Uh, and Alex Moser said that we want young talent to watch NXT, but that's, there needs to be an in-between because like, NXT is so raw at this point. Mm-hmm. And then you have WWE where they're all, you know, 35 plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't want to see kids learning on the job. Right. Which like is what Dom's been doing. And and yeah. to Dom's yeah. credit, Dom, we talked about it last night, Dom has very much improved since he first came on. But Dom has been learning on the job because of who his dad is. Like yep. that was... Maybe you know, maybe people can deny that, but from uh, observing from the outside, looks like oh, Ray wanted to work with his son, and they're going to give Ray what he wants, and they're going <laughs> to let Dom learn on the job. All right, guys. So, um, what is your letter grade for night one for WrestleMania? Oh, it was an A. Yep, same. It was an A. It was a banger. It was it was everything I could have hoped it could have been and more. I would agree. It's a, I think it's an A, and I think the reason why is because it moved faster and there was more action. Mm-hmm. Uh, night one was better than night two, but then we when we saw the card side by side, we go, yeah, night one looks like it's got a lot more to it. The main event was um, was as meaningful as the main event we saw tonight, but I would say it's an A. So what is the letter grade for tonight, for Sunday night? Okay, how much does the main event save the rest of it? Like, because here was also the problem with like you mentioned it. The pacing of tonight was terrible. Really bad. Like, like an episode of Raw broke out during Mania, where like you you had commercials, J Hood, because I I have the premium for Peacock, so it just ended up being recaps. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, money. (laughs) <laughs> so while you were watching commercials, I was re-watching Seth Rollins's entrance from last night. Like, yeah. oh. what? Well, I was watching why? TurboTax commercials. A lot <laughs> of TurboTax. I yeah. don't understand why I Seth wrestled last night. I don't need to watch this again. What? It, 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 literally just the entrance of him coming down the ramp. Um, so like an episode of Raw broke out because between um, – the demon's shoulders being pinned and counting one, two, three, and the actual start of the main events was over a half hour. Like it was over a half hour of actual action. It was unbelievable. The pacing, it was terrible tonight. I, so, I it was, it was B-minus? fine. I, I'd probably go C plus. I go C plus also. Like it was not like not having a fast forward button. We're like, I'm watching commercials also. I was like, all right, enough already. Like as great as the main event was, the IC title match was good. There was a wasted hour to start the match. Like, I'm still shocked that Brock versus Omos happened. Like, I still was waiting for a swerve. They were like, they're not going to do this. Like, I thought Bobby might come out. Like, maybe they were actually pay off any of the teases they were doing for a Hurt Business reunion. Right. Any of that would have been worth it. That was just whatever. But, yes, those two matches were great. But, yes, it was a glorified Raw tonight. It was a glorified 
we talk about it a lot with their premium live events. That's what tonight was. Like it was just a glorified house show that had two really good matches, but I think overall a C plus for night number two. Yeah, it felt like a B minus or a C plus to me. The main event, the women, I again I think they worked hard. Yeah. I'm gonna no, go back and watch that match. I thought I thought the Bianca Raw, the Raw match was great. Yeah, the Raw, Raw it, women's match was great. I I I just I just think they worked hard enough to be able to get some acclaim here. Um the I gotta point out the uh with the power bomb on the floor, Bianca did to Oscar. I'm like, what is that? Like, it's crazy, crazy move there. Uh, so I enjoyed that. And of course, um, Shane blowing out his ACL, also <laughs> a positive for me. Uh, watching that, See, <laughs> watching but, <laughs> again, I think it just comes back to the pacing issue because I keep forgetting that the IC championship match like happened because yeah. it's, it felt like it, it was like sandwiched between like a terrible start. Oh, okay, now now WrestleMania can start, and then just it just kind of well, got lost in the shuffle of the early in the show. This show ended twenty minutes before last night's show ended, and felt significantly longer. Like yes. last night, we were moving through; it was good. We went all the way up to midnight Eastern. This one was like eleven forty Eastern. It's like, all right, now what? Like as we're getting ready to start, we're watching the recap package, just sort of waiting to see, like, they're like, gonna give us some more. Like, what are we doing here? Like, this has been way too long a night. So, like, that's just sort of the disconnect there about how long tonight felt. Yeah, well, we got Vince's main event at the top of the card tonight, so that's all good. Uh, oh, wow. and, and so when we reconvene on Thursday, we have a special guest. We can't say just as of yet, but we have a special guest scheduled, do we not? We do. Uh, scheduled scheduled to interview tomorrow. So, presuming, because we have been stood up on these interviews before, um, so, you know, we'll kind of keep this one close to the chest, but once we get it recorded, we will start promoting that, uh, we might have a special, uh, couple on the, yes. uh, on the program uh, yes, on Thursday. Tomorrow, hopefully. Yes. Hopefully we're, we've got our fingers crossed. We're really excited for it. We've had some really good guests recently on GKW. Again, if you want to go back and listen to the Ray Mysterio interview, the Cody Rhodes interview, those are all available wherever you get your podcasts, as is our night one WrestleMania recap, as will this be if you want to go back and listen to it, if you didn't happen to catch all of our conversation surrounding night two of WrestleMania. We're going to have plenty to recap because AEW is promoting a very good show on Wednesday, Raw after, after WrestleMania, lots of things always happening on the Raw after WrestleMania with the fallout, plus as they start to build to Puerto Rico and Backlash. We'll discuss it all with our regular show Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, wherever you've been watching, listening to this. We thank you for joining us on this WrestleMania weekend. Can't wait to talk to you again on Thursday here on GKW.